Because the whole world gone crazy! Just please, go nuts. What in God's holy name are you blathering about? I mean, really, explore the space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's down there somewhere. Let me take another one. Hey, welcome back to bonus episode. Hey, we got a bonus episode coming at you, fucking asses. That's a bonus, bonus, yes. bonus. Two bonus episodes, two weeks in a row. We're just shitting out content, man. This is just how much we love you guys. Yeah, we're yeah. doing it for you, not for us. This is agonizing for us. Yeah, we hate it. Every yeah. day. <laughs> just kidding. This is oh. the only thing sustaining me. Yeah, <laughs> right. Emotionally. No, just kidding. So, um, but yeah, this is actually a really great thing. Yeah, it's a good problem to have. We're like, too yeah, much. we're like, ah, we can't fit it all in one episode. Like, what are we going to do? Let's put in a bonus episode. Yeah, we're recording two episodes a week and releasing <laughs> one a week. So we're like way ahead of schedule, which is. Yeah, well, hopefully the world is still here in 2022. Right? I'm going to be like, pissed if everything falls apart before we release this yeah. episode jesus hey if at this point in time this is me talking to myself yeah hey at this point in time if you figured out how to cast your mind back in time to yourself let me know uh how things are going yeah in my sleep tonight about january 19th yeah good call Thanks, me. <laughs> Catch you later. Anyway, yeah, we're going to go. We So in the last episode, I we sound, I sound crazy. <laughs> That's good. It's working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the episode you just listened to before this one, we were talking about uh, Libra Novus. Yeah, of course, and you had a pretty heavy metal sequence there where we talked about. Exactly. We had some. Yeah, some hardcore shit there. A little guitar solo right at the end. Punk rock. And it was. Death metal. Yeah. Anyway, we didn't. We wanted to just end it on that note. We didn't want to move into anything else, but we did want to talk a little bit about something that comes from that content, yeah. which is Jung's idea of the whole personality structure, 16 mm-hmm. personalities, uh, is the way it's referred to often today. Anyway, we just wanted to talk more about his how that vision that he had, those dreams that he mm-hmm. experienced, informed uh, some of his later theories. Yeah, in including this, this case, one. This one. Yeah. This one we're about to talk about. It's because you said in the last, at, in the heavy metal dream sequence, mm-hmm. there was the the two characters. Yeah, Elijah and Salome. Representing thinking and feeling. Yep. Which are two parts of the old uh, personality shit he was talking about. Yeah. Which was later developed, as we're about to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we want to talk about that. So listen up to this bonus episode and enjoy it. We touched on it a little bit last week. Jung came up with this theory of different ways that people express their personalities. He came up with the first three categories that each have like one end or the other of the mm-hmm. spectrum. Yeah. And this whole personality type idea in theory was expanded upon later to add a fourth. The ones that he came up with, well, I think what we've all heard of, extroversion versus introversion, mm-hmm. right? Sensing versus intuiting. And then thinking versus feeling. For him, the way he originally put it, there was kind of a a primary approach, secondary approach, tertiary approach. And you either categorized yourself as like, oh, I'm a sensing, sensing first, thinking second, intuiting third, or like feeling first, intuiting second, thinking. So the way he would administer the test is kind of have the person rank. Yeah. Those. Okay. Well, no, they would rank them. He would would put them through a whole questionnaire thing, just like they do now. Yeah. And then and, and discuss things with them. I mean, most of this is supposed to be done by the psychoanalyst, yeah. not by like the individual. Mm-hmm. We do tests and stuff online now, but now it's just a, a web page doing it. Yeah, but it, we can have computers that can do it. But it, <clears throat> before you'd be asked a series of questions, and yeah. then the psychoanalyst would say, "Okay, well, you you're kind of a sensing first person, mm-hmm. feeling second, and then intuiting third. 
And then each of those sensing, intuiting, thinking, or feeling elements was then, we, we called it modified, but he called it an, the attitude of mm-hmm. extroversion or introversion. Yeah, so that they would clarify themselves as sensing, judging, or something like that, and then with the modifier for each of those. Being extroverted or yeah. introverted. And then later on, Myers and Briggs added uh, a fourth category. Yeah, I'll talk about that a little bit. Well, yeah, well, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so I read a, bit, a little bit. Myers-Briggs is the test that we're familiar with now because a mother-daughter psychological research team. Oh, I didn't realize that. They're yeah. a mother-daughter? Catherine Briggs and her daughter, Isabel Briggs-Myers. <laughs> so they added judging and perceiving. Yeah, they had kind of started, I think Catherine started researching around like 1917, started kind of thinking of that not really fully researching, just kind of developing this theory of personalities. And then in 1923, when Carl Jung's book was translated to English, she read it and was like, oh, this is kind of what I've been working on. So she kind of incorporated his ideas and then expanded on his ideas mixed with her older ideas to form the modern, closer to the, the modern Briggs-Myers test that we know now. So this is the test, right, that <clears throat> determines if you're either like an INFJ yeah. or ES. TP, like you guys have seen, you the listeners, yeah, have seen people list this on dating, dating profile profiles or, or <laughs> LinkedIn or social media where they say, "Oh, I'm an INFTP yeah. person." And like what, like I mentioned last episode, we like I've seen it in like a career development class in my early yeah. years of college. Like they just kind of do it as an exercise in the class, and then you kind of the results of the test will kind of give you kind of an idea of what field you'd be good in or what kind of things you'd be good at and mm-hmm. your strengths yeah, and weaknesses we'll and stuff like your that. Strengths. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, strengths and weaknesses. Last episode briefly about how like Jung kind of split, the reason Jung and Freud kind of split was because like Jung was a little bit more scientific minded than, than Freud was. Well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe I did say that. I yeah, Jung, Jung had a little bit of a broader view than Freud. Okay. Freud was just a little bit he was very focused on certain things mm-hmm. and then dicks. named, yeah, namely sex and sexual <laughs> repression and sexual repressed sexual memories. Yeah. And young was just willing to experiment with and incorporate more experiences and okay. more things into the overall psychological study umbrella. So yeah. he was like, yeah, personal, the development of personality isn't just sex. It's all these other things. It's yeah. religion. It's your social structure. It's, all this other stuff. So he was more open to to considering more things as mm-hmm. part of the total psychiatric and psychoanalytic equation. Yeah. So the Myers-Briggs test kind of made it even more scientific from there. Oh, uh, yeah. His version of the personality measurement stuff kind of like it wasn't it was mostly relying on observation, anecdotes and and, uh, and like introspection and stuff like that. Yeah. Myers-Briggs is kind of the same, but it's more science. It's like so. Did they develop the questionnaire <clears throat> like more specifically, or yeah, it must have been um, maybe not this specific questionnaire because I'm sure if you go online and take different tests, they'll have different questions, but still kind of like yeah, the same things you're the you're measuring types of for questions. Yeah, yeah, like you can and, come up with a series of different questions that are gonna determine if you're extroverted or introverted. Exactly, and, yeah. and many different questions to figure out if you're sensing versus intuiting. Yeah. But the idea of coming up with a series of questions to determine those things, was that Myers-Briggs? Yeah. So that was, and I'm sure Young had a, a version of it, but right. they developed kind of the, those four metrics or four spectrums right. that were, that I think standardized by like 1944 or so mm. by them. Myers and Briggs. So should we talk about what those four spectrums are? Definitely. Yeah. The first and most probably well-known 
is extroversion versus introversion. Yeah. So, I mean, y'all probably know this, but basically <clears throat> that has to do with where you focus your attention and how you gain sort of energy from mm-hmm. the world, right? Yeah. Extroverted people, they get more energy from being in larger social groups, from being like out and doing more active things with people. Mm-hmm. Introverted people, they want smaller groups, quieter settings, need a lot of alone time. Need to kind of process internally the, all mm-hmm. that information. Right. They're not so much working everything out through a conversation with their peers. Mm-hmm. They're more <clears throat> thinking it through. Yeah. And that's when I was uh, taking the test when I was like, I don't know, 20 or whatever at that, in yeah. my class. I think I'd taken it before that even then too, but I was like stuck on that because I was like going through the question. like, I can't fucking tell if I'm introverted or extroverted. And now it's like pretty fucking obvious that I'm introverted. But like at that time, like <laughs> and I'm sure like all those things, I'm sure my personality has changed since then just because like I don't know, just figuring out who I am as a person and understanding the questions <laughs> better. Well, yeah, like, I mean, that's something to um, I mean, we should just note that right now. Your personality by these metrics isn't set yeah. like it changes over time. Exactly. And that's a good thing. Like you grow and you change and yeah. uh you might be more introverted at certain stages of your life or more extroverted, like when we're in high school hanging yeah. out with friends all the time. And maybe that's at that point, we do get more energy from those things or yeah. we are able to process more externally. And then later in life, our lives change a little bit and yeah. we become more introverted. Yeah, your uh, priorities change and also just your way of processing information. Yeah. And even, but and also, this is just a way to narrow down to, to only 16 different types of people. And yeah. Right. You could narrow people down even, obviously, even further than that. Well, and then they even add a, a dash. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like a. I think I don't know when that happened. I think it might have been after. Myers yeah, I think Briggs that's more dead. recent. Anyway, so the first metric, typically on these things, is extroversion identified with an E, or introversion identified with an I. Now it just so happens that Tyler and I both did a personality questionnaire recently. Wow, we did a little homework for we you. We did a little homework. So I happen to know, as of the the recording of this podcast that I fall a little bit further more on the extrovert uh, side of the spectrum, and I am an E. I'm an I, introverted. I think I think those we probably would have pretty much been able to guess before I taking the test. I think so, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, that I think one pretty I, obvious. I probably would have guessed. That's why I'm usually talking more on this. That's, <laughs> That's why I'm like, why the fuck am I doing a podcast? I don't <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, though. Actually, you are more social than I am. Yeah, yeah. And it, which is why I was confused when I took that class. Yeah. Or when I did the thing when I, in my early 20s, I was like... It's You're not actually a, one of the more social piece people that I know. But it's not like large groups. Exactly, yeah. You, and just, like, you hit all of your friends and you hang out with them all like in one-on-one or small mm-hmm. groups. Yeah, and, yeah, and I'm also a fucking awful tri- public speaker. <laughs> and so, like, that's... You're not a fucking awful public speaker. But, yeah, it, this is one of the... <laughs> this, isn't pu- this isn't public speaking. This is yeah. chatting in a fucking room yeah, with, okay, with my right, friend. Yeah, okay, right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so extrovert versus introvert. I ended up falling a little bit more on the extroverted side of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. You fell more on the introverted side of the spectrum. That's why we, we balance out the podcast it's so good. fucking well. You it's tell good. the story and I say, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the next part, the next uh, metric <clears throat> is uh, known as sensing versus intuition. And this is the way in which you take in information. Sensing versus intuiting. Now, do you Do you receive information through your senses? Yeah, if you are more on the sensing side of the spectrum, you tend to bring in information. You you focus on your f- hard five senses. These people are tend to be more practical. They need like physical proof of a thing. Like if they can see it, taste it, smell it, then it's real, right? 
they're more hands-on learners and they're more engaged in the here and now they're more so by sensing we're not talking about a sixth sense we're talking yeah. about your five senses like can you see it yeah yeah hard evidence versus intuiting where so we are talking about a sixth this sense. is the sixth <laughs> sense people they're they're more they more engage in uh, taking in information in an abstract way kind of yeah, acting on hunches and uh, they act on hunches. Go with your gut. You as go they with say. your gut. Yeah, <laughs> there's more. Uh, they typically are looking for more overarching theories that they can apply to the data that they're bringing in, as opposed mm -hmm. to just specifically what they're looking at. Yeah, they're looking for patterns and explanations about the data instead of just the data coming in on their five senses. They tend to be viewed as more creative, more future oriented, and uh, they tend to be seekers of. Uh, a deeper meaning and like patterns and yeah pattern yeah exactly yeah. they're looking for this pattern they're looking for a deeper meaning a larger construct to sort of plug all the data points into mm -hmm. whereas sensing people are more just interested in the specific data points like yeah. this is what i'm experiencing right now yeah and where did you land on that one are I you was... a n or an s I was uh, intuitive with a capital N. Capital N intuitive. N is for intuitive. As was I. That's why this podcast is all about patterns. All patterns. about looking for through lines. That's why we're always wearing plaid. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. It's actually... <laughs> it's kind of funny. I, I don't actually think of myself really as a creative person. This is one of those areas where I, I think I have an idea of myself as more of a sensing, maybe less intuitive person. But then if I actually am asked the questions, like I'm way more wooey woo. I'm way more intuitive. Like, mm, yeah, but what does it mean, man? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And like, I kind of yeah. like when you lay it out, like, oh yeah, this person, like sensing people kind of rely on the data. And like, I kind of would think, oh yeah, that's what I do. But well, I guess. I think what you're thinking of is this next spectrum yeah. that we're about to get to, which is thinking versus feeling. Because this is how you make decisions, mm -hmm. right? It's not so much... The way you bring in information was the one we just talked about, sensing versus intuiting. But then the way you evaluate that information and make decisions based on it is thinking versus feeling. Yeah. So now you have a good mix because you intuit and you look for these larger patterns and deeper meaning. But then when we get to thinking versus feeling, you fall on the thinking side. I use my brain. You use your brain I to make decisions. I use my gut and my brain. You're a gut brain guy. Brain gut. Yeah, I'm a gut heart guy. Oh, gut heart. Yeah, so I'm a feeling. I'm 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 on the feeling end of the spectrum. Think, <laughs> so this is how you make decisions. There's thinking versus feeling. Thinking type people, they tend to make decisions with their minds, right? They find the most logical, uh, responsible choice, and they make that decision. They're thinking with their head. They're weighing out the answers, and that's what they're doing. That's so when you say you're looking at hard data points. Yeah. It's true. When you're making decisions, you are looking at that data you get from your intuiting mm -hmm. self and you're making thoughtful decisions about it. Yeah. Whereas I am a little more impulsive. I make more decisions uh, with, with my heart. Your heart. Yeah. Oh. That's why I'm doomed to be unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. I know. <laughs> so <laughs> people that tend to be feeling versus thinking are, uh, make decisions with their hearts. They tend to way put more weight on how their decision is going to affect people and whether it fits into their value structure as opposed to just thinking about what the right decision is like with their head that's uh -huh. going to like bring yeah, the most like benefit most logical yeah the most logical sense. choice yeah. yeah the feeling people are more like well does it align with such and such maybe it is the better choice on scale, paper on paper yeah. yeah exactly but is it the right choice yeah 
that's where I get stuck on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, so that's an, that, I think that adds a lot of value to this podcast as well to have a thinker and a perceiver. A thinker and a feeler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a thinker and a feeler. You're the thinker. You're going to bring the hard stuff. I'm the thinker. You're the stinker. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Let's move on. <laughs> the fourth category is uh, this is more how you organize. And this is the category that was added by Myers and Briggs. That's right. And this is judging versus perceiving. <clears throat> so this is how you categorize and deal with the world. This one, judging, a person who's more of a judging person or more on the judging side of this spectrum, appreciates structure and order. They like things to be more planned more organized and they dislike last minute changes mm-hmm. right stick to the plan stick to the plan make a plan stick to it yeah perceiving people tend to appreciate a little more flexibility and spontaneity mm-hmm. and they like to leave things a little bit open you go with the flow so you can change your mind yeah, yeah. fuck around and find out fuck around and find out <laughs> yeah <laughs> so there should be a whole podcast about it Oh my god, you're right. Oh my god, what if we made what a podcast? What if we made a podcast? Do you think we're smart enough to make a podcast? No, but we should anyway. Yeah, all right, let's fucking do it. <laughs> but, uh, so I I ended up being uh, uh, on the perceiving end of the spectrum. Hey, you know what? So did I. That's C. <laughs> this is why it all works out, man. We got good complimentary we're fuck-arounders and find-outers. Yeah. So that is the perceiving, uh, judging versus perceiving type. So you take these four spectrums and you know you can have any combination of one or the other and you end up with 16 personality types yeah right and what was the name so you can we took this little quiz online it's just you can go to the website 16 personalities yeah and there's probably 100 other ones too there's a lot of different ones this one's pretty cool i did it through my work yeah i was surprised by how much uh, information like there was a lot a lot of information it has like several pages of like what was the uh um the name the nickname for yours because they're kind of cool yeah mine was the logician you're the logician. Yeah. Oh, cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm the campaigner. <clears throat> campaigner. Yeah. You're on the trail. On the campaign I'm an adventurer. Bro. Well, actually, I think adventurer is a different one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm a campaigner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the campaign trail. Yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty, um, it was, I read through it last night and I was like, damn, this, this is pretty, uh, this thing knows me. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what stuck out to you. It said it's a pretty uncommon combination, mm-hmm. but, um, the kinds of people are uh, there. There's a lot of unique perspectives with vigorous intellect. That's <laughs> what it says. Well, you clearly have a vigorous yeah. intellect. Yeah, I'm full of vigor. There's no doubt about that. And uh, yeah, it says that they're um, often loses themselves in thought, which is not a bad thing. Oh, like they're uh, constantly thinking about shit. And like one thing that yeah, it said like just like bouncing between different hobbies and stuff like that, like topics of interest and stuff to like look into. Oh yeah. And but what's funny? What's funny is this test like printout thing. The two examples it gives is like one day they might be obsessed with geophysics, and the next day they'll get lost in a bunch of YouTube videos about building guitars. No way. And I'm like, those, those are the two examples. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, those are two things I've gone pretty deep into. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What percentage of the population is that? I don't, I don't know if it said. It does say does it. Does it? Like yeah. Probably in the intro. Yeah, it'll say like this 7% of the population or whatever. So I found from a different site just now yeah. that it's about 3% of the population is... Holy shit. Yeah. I think mine's 7. And it says like, here's a couple of famous uh, Oh yeah. people who are this... Oh, it's... The type is INTP. Oh, yeah, right. We never said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some famous INTP logicians are Albert Einstein. Oh, no fucking way. Tiger Woods. Isaac Newton, Dwight Eisenhower. What the fuck? And a fucking guy, you may have heard of him, Carl Jung. 
No way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bra. What? You're yeah. the young? I guess That's so. cool. Young boy. Young boy. Dude. <laughs> that, you couldn't have planned that better. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the people like me are Robert Downey Jr. Oh. Robin Williams. All right. Quentin Tarantino. I've heard of him. And Will Smith. <laughs> And Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that they do fucking fictional characters in And Spider-Man. Damn. I guess. Yeah. Spider-Man? <laughs> Which Spider-Man? Are there a couple? There's a bunch of different ones. I, my my group, ENFP, uh, makes up about 8% of the population. 7 to 8% of the nice. population. Yeah. It's a good little crowd there. I'm in, good, I'm in a good group. I'm Mark Twain. Oh. oh man, I gotta channel more of my inner Mark Twain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark Twain, Robin Williams, Charles Dickens. That's a lot of writers. Doctor Seuss. A lot of writers in that list. <laughs> yeah, Bob Dylan, and of course, the most famous writer on this list, Sinbad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Oh, Joseph Campbell, dude. This guy. Oh, the guy that wrote the... I Hear With a Thousand Faces. Oh, We're nice. going to do that one next episode, or in a, soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think uh, there's some pretty significant things that stuck out of me at the, this 16 personalities quiz uh, in terms of, like, strengths and weaknesses, I think, especially. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, one of the strengths it lists is, uh, is curiosity, right? Campaigners can find beauty and fascination in nearly anything. Mm-hmm. Even drywall. Even standing drywall. <laughs> yeah. Imaginative and open-minded, these personalities aren't afraid to venture beyond their comfort zones in search of new ideas, experiences, and adventures. Excellent communicators. You hear that, everybody? They heard it. <laughs> campaigners, <laughs> campaigners brim with things to say, but they can be caring listeners as well. This gives them a, a nearly unmatched ability to have positive and enjoyable conversations with all sorts of beautiful animals. Oh. <laughs> I should put that in there. Even people who aren't particularly sociable or agreeable. However, here's some weaknesses. Oh, man. There's going to be a lot of those. I know. People pleasing. <laughs> oh. Most campaigners are uncomfortable with the prospect of being disliked. Yes, yeah. this is People? True. Fuck To em. maintain the peace, they may compromise on things that matter to them or allow other people to treat them poorly. Ne- never. I would never, never do that. I'm just no. <laughs> Overly optimistic. Optimism can be among this personality's type's key strengths, but campaigners' rosy outlook can lead them to make well-intentioned but naive decisions, such as quitting their jobs to start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Too much of a good thing, I guess. This trait can also make it difficult for campaigners to accept hard but necessary truths uh, and to share those truths with others. Yeah, one thing that was interesting about mine, it was said in the career setting, like, yeah, they're not motivated by a desire to impress anyone and often turned off by things that mostly that usually motivate other people. You find that true? Like you don't want money? Yeah. And no. what it, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not what it means. What it's talking about is like things that usually motivate the typical uh, worker like right. team building exercises and motivational speeches. Oh, you hate that shit. Which really reminds me of the other day when you were reading me like this inspiring thing you wrote. Oh, and I was yeah. like, nice fucking graduation speech. Oh, yeah, you fucker. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I wrote such a nice thing and I was like, oh, I'm stoked on it. And you're like, caca boo boo. That's funny. Um, I don't even want to go into the ro- romantic relationships part about my personality. It's <laughs> yeah. just sad. <laughs> it's just sad. It's too real. Yeah, so, you know, Young would kind of find 
the inspiration for this whole idea, the whole personality structure and the whole like spectrums of thinking versus feeling and perceiving uh, in these fantasies that he had that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. And as we go on from uh, Liber Primus into Liber Segundus next episode, there's going to be you're going to I'm only going to cherry pick a few of them because there's about, you know, like 30 freaking <laughs> yeah. dreams that he goes through in Libra Segundus and it's a little long. We could probably do a whole episode on each one. We, you could easily you could probably do your freaking master's <laughs> thesis on each one or a dissertation. I'm sure they have. I'm absolutely sure they have. So, you know, as we're not, you know, the most qualified to do that. <laughs> We're just going to cherry pick a couple of these dreams that he had that he includes in Libra Segundus and talk about how they have to do with uh, his later theories and development. But that's going to be next episode. So, yeah, that about wraps her up for this yeah. one. All yeah. right. That was so, not bad. Yeah. I mean, I got to say, uh, the personality thing is kind of fun. You guys should definitely check yeah, it out. I go, definitely encourage go, you guys, especially if you know us uh, or if we know you, tell us. Here's what I want you guys to do. I want every listener who's hearing this right now, go to 16 personalities, do the little test. It's going to take you like 10 to 12 minutes and then email your results to beautiful animals podcast yeah. at gmail.com. And then we will know more about our, we'll know beautiful we'll be able to curate listeners. our content based on the personality types of our listeners. Exactly. Because, just like big companies do. Yeah. Just like we're just, we're just a miniature version of TikTok right here. Help us out. <laughs> Doing all the same Tell calculations. Tell us who you are. <laughs> if you're listening, do the little uh, personality quiz. It's pretty interesting. You'll maybe get some insight into your own character yeah. and how you relate to the world. And, then, and you'll learn your strengths and weaknesses. And yeah. Then you'll, you know, just one step toward know thyself. And the, the way you can best know yourself is by knowing everything else that there is to know. Yeah. And then just do the yourself part last. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like when you're putting together, not at all like it. It's like when you're putting together a puzzle. Yeah, you want to start with you the edges. You wanna, you're looking for one specific piece. The best way to do that is to put every other piece yeah. where it belongs. And then you just hand draw that last piece. Let's pretend you're a puzzle and you find one piece and that's you. Put together the rest of the puzzle and then plug yourself into the equation. Exactly. Yeah. Cut yeah. that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Check uh, out 16 Personalities. And uh, check us out on, we got an Instagram now. I think it's been up and running for a little while, but yeah, it's- Yeah, check uh, us out on Instagram. Beautiful.animals.pod on the Instagram and probably on some of the other horse shit too. And send us an email over at- uh, Beautiful Animals Podcast at gmail.com. Send us your results. Take the yeah. quiz. We're curious about who's listening. And of course, before we go, we got to open a fortune cookie. Oh, I don't, forgot about that. Don't fucking forget. <laughs> you can't leave the restaurant without eating a fortune cookie. Dude. Oh, oh yeah. that was a good one. Yeah. That was a freshie. You might want to run, but you should stay and fight. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like a fight or flight. Uh, hmm. Hmm. You might want to fly. You know what that uh, you know what that makes me think of is a different um, sort of proverb. If you're going through hell, keep going. Yeah. Right. I heard this thing the other day about bison, like in the Great Plains. Right. Yeah. If there's a thunderstorm coming, cattle, cows, will move away from it to the end of their paddock, away from the storm. Yeah. Right. And they'll keep running if they have like if they're on a big ranch and they have like lots of acreage or something, they'll yeah. keep running in the same direction the storm is going to try and get away from it. Inevitably the storm overtakes them, right? Yeah. And they end up being stuck in the storm for longer. Oh. Because they're moving with the storm. Yeah. Alternatively, bison on the American Great Plains, when they see a thunderstorm come up over the frickin' ridge, mm -hmm. they turn toward it and they run straight at it. Oh, that means you And they get through it? through it to the other side more quickly. Damn. Yeah. That's some shit. So that's what that fortune cookie means to me, man. Yeah. Because 
Be the bison. Don't be a cow. Yeah, be a bison. Don't be a cow, man. Face your problems, move toward them, and through them, and get to the other frickin' side. <laughs> you might want to run, but you should stay and fight. Yeah, I don't really like that fortune cookie. That's why I did the other thing with yeah. the bison and the cows. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Yeah, guys. <laughs> if you don't like the fortune you get, make up a different one that's slightly related. That's, that's some even realer shit right there, man. I'm full anyway, of it. Anyway, yeah. All right, man. It's been some good shit I'll here. I'll be here next Wednesday, we'll, boys we'll and girls. Tune in every Wednesday. Listen to our fucking asses I'm as we talk night. a bunch of shit all goddamn year. Hey, I love you. We love you guys so much. Like, subscribe, hit us up on Patreon, hit us up on Instagram, hit us up on OnlyFans. We don't have any uh, subscribers yet, so get on there. Yeah, nobody wants to see my belly button, and it's just weird. It's not on there. Anyway, check us out. We appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Far fucking out. Oh, I forgot to say that. (laughs) I'm hydrated. (laughs) Juice it. Uh,